Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Dear listeners, I have a confession. In the first, for the first time in the history of this program, and I actually cannot remember how long I have been doing it, I didn't realize until yesterday afternoon that I hadn't thought of a guest for today's program. Yep, age is creeping up, Hamas is creeping up, everybody is creeping up. So I decided to call on the services of a colleague who is smart, funny, very knowledgeable, and has a memory of the like of which I don't often come across. He remembers things that I forgot to forget to forget. To this I welcome my colleague and uh, general sort of couch potato genius, Terence Corrigan. Terence, welcome. Hello, Sarah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. No, I was just I was I was just wondering who that person was while you ended up with me. Yeah. No. 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 Look, it was purely it was purely by accident. Well, you see, Terence, what are we going to do? This is not. This is going to go against all the principles of broadcasting. It's not okay. an. It's not an interview. It's a virtual cup of coffee in a branch of Woolworths. In branch of Woolworths, make nice coffee. Oh, <laughs> you've you've got it. What you do is it's virtual in that you can pretend that. You know, you're having coffee a bit like uh, Hamas pretends that <laughs> Israelis aren't uh, human beings. So this is going to be – I'm going to ask a few questions or make a few statements, get your right. comments. Uh, no particular order. That's another thing is there's going to be no necessarily no sequence. Um, okay. But, you know, let your imagination run riot. Now, we know in no uncertain terms that uh, – the ANC is a devoted supporter of uh, Hamas. The, you've got to give them credit. I mean, they certainly haven't hidden their their their, their relationship either now or it, or ever. And they've offered, and Cyril's has offered to mediate in the in the uh, dispute in the conflict. And I thought, well, if you're a com- South African comedian, that is material <laughs> for the next show that does not that that has no equal. Yep. Question I want to ask, I don't, you probably don't know the answer to this, but you have, I like your thoughts. Has the ANC ever advised Hamas to actually negotiate to resolve the conflict? Um, in other words, two states, Gazans, Palestinians, d- leading good lives, g- uh, building things other than uh, tunnels and uh, armaments, has, ha, do you think the ANC has ever actually said, hey, guys, you know, there is another way? No, I doubt it. Um, and I think I, I think there's sort of a, um, a long winding road here. Uh, historically, the ANC was linked with the uh, with the PLO. Now, um, I'm not the, the the factions in this in, in, in this conflict. Uh, so. You know, or something of a mystery to me, but I understand that's the, that's the Fatah crowd. The, mm, the, that's right. Call, call it, call it the West Bank, uh, uh, Palestinian Authority. Um, now they were, uh, they, they were sort of, let's say, orthodox nationalist impulses there. And also they had, um, uh, they were, they, they were hooked into the, into the kind of Soviet patronage network. So, you know, that was something I think that, that, that 
that you know was a natural ally for the um, uh, 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 for the for the ANC. Um, I think that that with what they stand for, at least on paper, the prospect of some sort of negotiated settlement is conceivable. You know, I, I obviously I don't want to get into the um, uh, 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 into the uh, specificities, but you know, I'm talking I'm, I'm, I'm talking in broad conceptual terms. What I think Hamas represents is not a is, is not much of a much of an historical connection, but that whole situation lets the ANC be what I think it really wants to be. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the guy who really wanted to be a you know to be a doctor, and you know now you know, gets to watch all the doctor shows on TV. The ANC, I don't think ever really uh, resigned itself to being a government. Mm. That's, you know, or being a political party. That's what calls itself a national liberation movement. 30 years after having to, having taken office. That's why it's, it's, it's documents still, you know, carry this, this, the sense that it's engaged in this life or death struggle, uh, you know, against, you know, these nefarious forces that seek to, that seek to undermine it. And switch South Africa back to the 1960s. Now the Middle East is, you know, is, is a place where it can let, as you say, run right, where it can let its, 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 its imagination run right. Um, uh, you know, you've got a situation which from its perspective, you know, is, is straight, you know, liberation or oppression. It's, uh, uh, if you like, and, once again, I apologize to your, to your, uh, to your listeners. No, no inferences as figuratively. If things are black and white, they are morally, uh, morally clear. Um, and you know, it's a, it's, it, it, it's a situation where you can vicariously participate in a real, you know, vintage, uh, struggle. Mm. Uh, this isn't, um, uh, this isn't the, you know, like the, like the struggle that, uh, uh, that, that, that the ANC is engaged in South Africa, which is often overshadowed by straight by you know the pedestrian matters of running a modern society, which doesn't do particularly well, and by potholes and uh, you know collapsing power grids and things like that. No, no, this is one where you actually have you know armored personnel carriers and tear gas and tanks and whatever. This is uh, this is the real deal, and you know <laughs> um, Hamas represents. The kind of, uh, uh, the kind of sexy edge of it. Mm. You know, this is, you know, uh, these are the guys who in a sense don't take crap. They're the ones who do the paragliding and the James Bond-esque type stuff. Um, and you know, they don't, um, uh, they don't ask any favors or claim any easy victories, whatever, you know, uh, set of, um, uh, a set of Pulsar department cliches you want to roll out. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I, th- I, th- I think also, and you know, I think anybody, who knows my name would know that I'm, I'm an energetic critic of, um, of our beloved national liberation movement. But, you know, I would say that there is actually very little that unites them, um, uh, 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 them and Hamas. Give the ANC its, its view on this, for instance. If you look back, I think as early as about 1991, there were, its legal advisors were talking about, uh, about including, uh, rights to same-sex sexual attraction in a, in, um, in a future Bill of Rights. Mm. I don't think that that, um, uh, that, 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 that's kind of thing that's being discussed in, you know, amongst the political theoreticians and Khan Yunus. <laughs> I was going to say, it, does, it doesn't uh, play well in Gaza. Well, yeah, you see, and, and, um, uh, so, but I do think that, that there's a certain aesthetic that, um, mm. uh, that, 
uh, 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 that it likes. Mm. Now, I think the other thing when you say, well, you know, they, um, they've offered to mediate, you know, it's like there's a, there's a, there's a sense of irreality there that I find that, you know, I find, I, I would find touching if it wasn't so foolish. Mm. South Africa, um, South Africa did not, so the South Africa's political crisis in the 1980s was not comparable. Mm. I think uh, uh, the former Israeli ambassador said it quite well that South Africa had to get married and they have to get divorced. Now, you know, you can, um, you can argue about, uh, um, about who's responsible for holding up those divorce proceedings. That's a, uh, that's a separate issue. But this is an issue, but you know, if, 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 if you take as the ANC seems to, at least in its, uh, sort of, you know, in its more reasonable moments, you say, well, this is like a territorial dispute, self-determination or whatever. Okay. Well, you know, uh, that wasn't what, what was happening in South Africa. Mm. In fact, I would say that, that, um, uh, the ANC's position has been explicitly opposed to doing that. If, you know, you think that in the, um, in the early nineties, there were small but voluble groups of, um, uh, you know, Afrikaner separatists mm. who wanted their pork slot and, uh, there was, uh, the whole IFP situation and, you know, what, you know, uh, what devolution is going to happen with KZN? Point is, uh, no, uh, we 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 have nothing to offer there. The other thing, of course, is the the role of religion mm. in South Africa. That was actually one of the very few things that that pulled people together. Um, in that in that corner of the world, it's rather combustible, pushing you know you know uh, issue pushing people apart. Mm. Um, can I can I just say so, there, make a comment? It's 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 been said, and I can't remember who who said it, but it basically captured correctly. That if this, if the conflict in, in, uh, in, in the region were about land and mm. the borders of Israel, yeah. they, there would be something to talk about. Yeah, sure. But if the discussion, if the negotiations center around the destruction of Israel, the non-existence of Israel, there's nothing right. to talk about. Sure. No, absolutely. Um, you know, the, and this is, this is something that I've picked up from, uh, from reading an, uh, uh, a bit of the commentary in South Africa. If I think, for instance, that dreadful piece that, that Ronnie Castro wrote. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's the, it's, it's, it's not just the kind of, uh, the refusal to engage with the, um, uh, with the dreadful things that, that, that Hamas did or, you know, um, uh, whether you, give your sympathies to, to Israel or whatever. It's not that it's the way that, um, uh, that Israel's presence is framed, you know, colonialism, mm. ethnic cleansing. My understanding is that those, 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 um, communities that were, um, that were attacked have been there since the forties and fifties mm-hmm. that, you know, forget the 67 borders. That is the 48 borders. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when you have, well, you know, set, you know, these are settlers, Mm. Um, yeah, you know, you, you, you're not so much talking about whether Israel has a right to be there. You talk about whether Israel's people have a right to be mm. there. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, um, I would say that, uh, the position that, that, that the ANC cultivated was that they were, you know, that they, they, they that there was going to be no, no sort of expulsion, mm. uh, that, White people were regarded as, uh, um, uh, as, 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 as a part of the society. Um, th- yeah, that sort of thing simply, simply doesn't, doesn't, um, uh, doesn't apply there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm writing an article, and uh, when mm. I write articles about the subject, um, they take a long time to yes. reach fruition. Um, <laughs> but essentially, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with the cheeky, but I think not implausible position or idea mm. that given the history of the Jews in the Middle East, and, bear, and bearing in mind that until the, the 20th century, the, most of the Middle East were not countries. They were area. They were empires. Uh, they, You're right. They were tribal areas. They were empire. But there were no. There weren't the borders that yes. the, the ANC would understand. Right. Um, and that, given their presence in the area, um, it's not just that. Despite the awfulness of of um, Hamas uh, PA propaganda, that, uh, that the Jews were not there. That. Jerusalem didn't become the capital of one of the uh, tribes of, of one of the kingdoms of Israel, etc., um, mm. etc. Et it actually strikes me that Israel, the, the Jews probably have more right to be in that region w- with a homeland than, say, anyone who lives in, say, America or New Zealand or Australia who isn't in, who wasn't indigenous. And this, essentially, the sort of same could be expanded to South Africa. In other words, if 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 the if the Jews are settlers in in the in the region, then then probably the entire New World is filled with settlers who should go back to wherever their forefathers came from. How's that for a thesis? Well, look, I think that you could you could expand that. I mean, uh, is that not um, is that not the history of human civilization? Mm. Um, uh, you know, I, I I was I was I was doing an interview with someone the other day um, about um, about identity politics. Someone who's you know wanted to speak to me for a PhD, and I asked her, you know, how much do you know about um, about the Sumerian isolate? It's not surprising if you don't. The Sumerian isolate, and this is uh, you know a lovely little piece of arcana. You can impress all of your all of your friends by talking about this. It was the language spoken by the ancient Sumerian civilization, and it's apparently not related to any other language. Mm-hmm. Hence the term isolate. So it's apparently a very very rare thing. No one speaks it anymore. Um, how, it's kind of been reconstructed and I'd lo- you know, I'd actually love to sit with the linguist and find out how they do this. Um, but you know, the point is that, uh, the, that was the, well, the cradle of civilization. Mm. Those are some of the earliest civilizations and they're gone. Mm. You know, um, uh, there've been, you know, uh, uh, migrations that have come, uh, that have come mm. over one way or another. Um, the, uh, concept that, that one finds, um, uh, that one finds to, to, to frame some of the, uh, the claims in the Middle East, often on the sort of cultural or religious mm. basis, the idea of Muslim lands. And I've actually, I've actually heard this coming from people in the ANC too. Mm. Mo- Muslim countries. Mm. Um, which is, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that, that you can see that there. Mm. I imagine that, you know, when Zambia declared itself a Christian country, there was a lot of controversy about that mm. uh, for good reason. But the point is, um, you know, those countries were, uh, those, um, Islam in places like Syria and whatever, that's the pedigree there is what, you know, 1,200 years or so. Mm. Um, in fact, you know, they were, um, uh, they were Christian before they were, uh, 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 uh before, uh, before they were Muslim. Mm. The, uh, there's also, there's also sort of been waves of, of, of conquerors, the, uh, the Turks, various Arab dynasties, the Mongols were there for a while, uh, the Crusaders. 
um, the European, the, the Ottoman, uh, the Ottoman Turks later, the Europeans. My my own sense is that yeah, you know, okay, we can start trying to trying to pick this apart, mm. but you know, that the, seems to me to be a Pandora's box that is not very productive to open. Mm. Um, uh, they, look, the, you know, they they. We have seen something that I think has sort of come in train with the, uh, the sort of decolonial, uh, movement where you find people saying, well, you know, yeah, I w- uh, that, that, uh, uh, you know, non-Native Americans should be expelled from America. Mm. Okay. Well, look, if that's, if, if, if that's, if that's what you want, fine. But then I don't know, why do you want, you know, a member of the Navajo nation to come and kick you out? Why don't you just go? <laughs> yeah. No, um, um, sorry, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to just, uh, change check use along that line um mm. of, of, one of the probably one of the truly horrifying things about this this immediate conflict is the stance by so-called western liberals and we'll if we get a chance we'll unpack liberals but let's mm. call them the woke um because mm. people will, will know what i'm talking about right. um th- they they have been, let's say, appalling of, uh, in all the terms that you can imagine in the expression of, of, of their support for Hamas. Um, right. Now, what is interesting is the editor of the Jewish Chronicle, which is the oldest Jewish newspaper in the world in England, mm-hmm. um, describes them as as having luxury beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And things like the belief in against racism for gender, yeah, safe yeah. spaces, etc., are not they're not strongly held beliefs. That, mm. But what is crucial is there a display of virtue. Yes. And it's a display that comes from the elites, literally, from yeah. the top sectors of society downwards. It doesn't emanate right. from the bottom from the bottom upwards. Has the West lost its mind? I think that you're dealing with a civilization that, and I think this is unprecedented, not sort of in the 21st century or the 20th, 21st century, but in human history, that you actually have um, uh, societies where people can devote a significant part of their lives to what, what I suppose you call self-actualization. There's there, there's some very good uh, um, British kind of reality shows where they take a couple of celebrities from the you know, from, 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 from contemporary times and put them in a recreated like Victorian world for a couple of days. And, you know, it's, it, the, the, the culture shock is so profound, you know, like not knowing what the time is because a clock was an expensive item and, mm. uh, you don't have your phone. In fact, there was one guy who was a, like an Olympic uh, athlete and, uh, he was told he wasn't, he, he wasn't as fit as an average, um, uh, Victorian worker. Because they would, you know, do stuff with their hands from when they were like twelve. The idea of leisure time is a is is, is a nineteenth century um, uh, is is a sort of nineteenth century invention. And you know, things like you know, cos- cosmopolitanism and whatever. Uh, these things, at one, you know, they have been they've been around for a long time, but also very much the um, uh, the province of your. Your, your, your coffee societies, you know, where guys would discuss high philosophy. Now it's, it's kind of spread onto, onto platforms where, you know, what are very complicated and quite nuanced and I think some of those quite worthwhile ideas are bastardized into, you know, what, 280 characters, mm, mm. you know, 
what what have I said about well X now I suppose. Mm. It is it is a pox and a plague. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, look, um, I'm going to come. Sorry, uh, Terence. Yeah. Um, I'm going to come back to uh, the the underlying pox and plague and uh, similar mm. social media descriptions. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Terence, isn't there sort of an, almost an inevitability about it? I mean, one of the there's the, the sort of two great cultural bases. In the Middle East, in, Ar- in Arab society, and not only in Arab society, but in tribal society, um, shame and honor form mm. the basis of culture. Whereas in the West, the basis of culture is guilt. It's described guilt. And isn't that almost an, in- we're, we're reaching an enormous, a, a, a virtual endpoint of that culture where, um, previously tragedies end in tragedy and false. Right. Yeah, look, um, you know, I think that, that, uh, as, as, as you know, but I imagine your, your, uh, listeners wouldn't, um, I spent a number of years in Taiwan. Now, um, just un- understand this. Taiwan is, uh, as Asian societies go, very heavily influenced by the United States. Um, but, I, and prior to my, um, uh, to my, my sojourn there, I would probably have given a finger wagging lecture to anybody who said culture was important to say this is some sort of, you know, crypto racism. It took me 24 hours in, in, in Taiwan to realize just how determinative it was. Mm. And after four years, you know, it, this wasn't a question of whether, you know, I could, I could speak the language, mm. although that's a massively important thing. It wasn't a question of, uh, you know, whether I, you know, was going to, you know, marry a Taiwanese girl or, you know, live there my whole life or whatever. I just didn't feel that I was ever going to be a part of that society because the, 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 the mental and the normative frameworks were so very different. Mm. Mm. Now, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not, um, uh, I'm not wagging any fingers or saying, yeah, nah, 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 I'm better, I'm, uh, uh, I'm better than you. But I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, in Sinai culture, something that I learned to my cost, it is good, good, good manners have an, have an incredibly, uh, um, uh, important role. And part of that is telling your interlocutor what he or she wants to hear. Mm. It doesn't necessarily matter if it's not true. Mm. It is, you know, that is for you to work out. And, you know, you're supposed to kind of be able to do that because mm. that's the culture. So, you know, if I, if I say yes, when you know, when the answer is so clearly no, then you must know that I'm actually mean no. Mm. Um, and if you don't, well, then that's going to be your problem. Mm. Um, now, the, the point I'm making here is that we have, is, is that many of these, um, uh, many of these very different cultural, cultural or, uh, normative or intellectual frameworks, you know, get to, get to rub up against each other in a way that also they, you know, wouldn't have done, uh, you know, a hundred, a hundred years ago. Mm. Um, you know, it, um, another example I like to use is that I, um, I lived for a, for, for a year in 1992 in Germany mm-hmm. and it was something that, uh, uh, that struck me. And I stayed in a, in a, a city about the size of Peter Maritzburg, I'd say. So not, you know, not a, not a dwarf. Mm. Um, and I would say that if I saw a black as in black African face, you know, once every three weeks, it was a lot. Mm. Just very, very few, um, uh, a few African or African descendant people there. Mm. Uh, France, Britain, of course, very different. But, 
Um, when I, the next time I, I, I visited was about eight years later and I, and I just noticed the, the, um, uh, the, the, the sort of number of black people seem to be a lot more visible. And I asked someone, is it just me being a South African that I notice it, you know, because we're obsessed with race or is this, is this, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, has there been a change? And I said, well, no, the, 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 um, population structure of Germany, uh, has changed. Mm. And this was, this was in, in, in the space of a decade. Um, I've been there sub, uh, subsequently and I remember, the last time I was in Germany in 2018, um, at, at the hotel I stayed in, um, you know, chatting to the, uh, uh, to the, uh, the clerk, who was also, a, um, uh, a black lady, spoke German with a, you know, a nice pure Berlin accent, lived there all her life. Um, you know, this is, this is not something that, that, that Germany even in 1992 was used to. Mm. Now, you know, whether, uh, now, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, draw, drawing any sort of, any, any, any sort of moral, con- um, uh, moral conclusions, but, you know, the sort of rubbing up against each other of, of, of cultures is something that, 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 uh, uh, that we don't, we, I don't think get away with, you know, with a sort of, uh, uh, with a sort of Hallmark greeting card. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, certain cultures, I think, um, uh, I think find it, find it easier to rub along with it, with one another certain don't mm. um you know mm. I, look in my time in taiwan i never I, I never felt there was any hostility towards mm. me i just didn't feel that you know i i, I understood it properly i didn't mm. feel that they that 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 that, that they understood me either mm. and you know I'm, I'm also talking about people here some of whom were maybe educated in the united states yeah. this english yeah but yeah yeah no i mean i think i've i've always held the thesis that one of the problems in the West's a very broad statement in the in the West's dealing with this conflict mm. um, is that they operate surprisingly because you would have thought they would have all the advisors and and uh, and experts available but they kind of deal with the Middle East from a from a western paradigm mm. they don't seem yeah. to understand that let's put it this way by way of example. If Iran says, if the mullahs say they want to destroy the Jews or the state of right. Israel or the Jews in the state of Israel, wherever they are, they mean they want to destroy the state of Israel. This is not hyperbole. This is not just sort of yeah. a form of sort of extreme advertising. And sure, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I think that that uh, many uh, many of our of our institutions um, in the West or in Western uh, influence societies bear a very heavy imprint of the um, of the Enlightenment. Mm. So you know, one looks at the material and the rational. Why would you Why would you do that when you know the 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 uh, downsides to doing it are so transparently crazy? Mm. You know, and, and you know, and when I say uh, uh, when I say the West, you know, I'm also talking about, for the most part, religious organisations as well. Mm. I've, I think I've I've used this phrase to you about you know post-Christian Christianity. Mm, um, you know, uh, it's 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 not unusual in some of the particularly mainstream Protestant churches to find senior clerics, bishops, and whatever who literally do not believe in God. Mm, mm. Um, and uh so you know when 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 your when your Iranian mullah says that, I think there's a there's a degree of incredulity mm. that nobody could believe that. Mm. Um you know, and I, I 
I, I think there's one thing that, 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 that history teaches us. And let's not go to the history of Syria or whatever. Mm. You know, you can stay in the history of France or Germany or whatever. That's, uh, or, 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 or Britain that, you know, uh, sometimes people can act out of self-consciously irrational, um, uh, uh, irrational starting points. But so yes, you know, I think I, I, it's what I would term the need to step through the looking glass. Mm, mm. Mm. Um, so yeah, you know, when, when, um, uh, when Iran says this, yes, I believe that that's kind of, that's kind of what they, um, uh, uh, what they're after. Mm. Um, you know, just. Okay. Just, Terrence, I'm yeah. going to mm. break you there because I, and, sure. and unusually I'll come back for the end of the program. I want to ask right. you a question. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Terrence, in this morning's daily friend, um, I published a news item, um, and the Daily Friend, of course, for our dear listeners, is our opinion portal and news portal, which you absolutely must go to, dailyfriend.co.za, about Mia Khalifa. Tell me about Mia Khalifa. Us, about You won't believe we get away with this No, one. no, 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 no. Uh, okay. Mia Khalifa was, is a, she was born in Lebanon and grew up, I think, partly in France, but mostly in the United States. Not sure about the French connection. I could be wrong there. But point is, um, she was a, she was an immigrant, immigrant to the U.S. And in 2014, she became quite the, um, uh, quite the online celebrity because, uh, she had a brief, a brief, um, career in the, uh, what I could delicately call the adult entertainment industry. Um, <laughs> now, uh, there were two reasons why she was uh, she was particularly uh, why, why she called the stir. One, people of her ethnic uh, ethnic background are actually quite rare in that um, in that field. Uh, she's also a very beautiful girl. Mm. Um, and the other thing is that, um, as that industry knows, if, if it exists, you can sexualize it. And what they chose to sexualize with her was uh, the hijab. Okay. So there is a, a there. I think there were two, two or three videos that she made of herself, you know, um, uh, engaged in uh, coitus, uh, wearing a um, uh, wearing a hijab, along with a, in one instance a lady who was playing the role of her mother, who was actually a Cuban American. But uh, I'll leave that aside. Point is, sort of swally skin. Now, um, yeah. She, uh, then, uh, then got out and it turns out that, uh, because of all the publicity these got, it, it was just, uh, you know, top tip for anyone considering porn as a career, make sure you can stand, you can stand by it for the rest of your life. Because once it's there, you could, you, 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 you don't get rid of it. It's enormous strain on her, on her family relationships. Um, and she's spoken uh, quite eloquently about, um, uh, about her, about her time there and, you know, the, uh, uh, the let's say the downsides of the industry. Uh, she then kind of launched herself as a kind of um, online uh, commentator, celebrity, you know, talking about lifestyle stuff. I think did some sports commentary, and um, uh, but she has commented on the um, on the Arab-Israeli situation whenever there's been a flare-up, and who. Uh, her views on Israel, well, at one stage she said, my wine is older than your apartheid state. Uh, that was, I think, that was about five or six years ago. Anyway, it turns out that um, after Hamas, uh, uh, you know, went on its rampage, she posted something um, on her ex-feed saying, 
um, you know, uh, can they please hold their phones horizontal so that, you know, so that we can, we can watch this, like, you know, sort of better image quality. Uh, now I must say that, um, while I think that, uh, a case can, you know, certainly there are many decent people who may sympathize with the Palestinian cause. This, this just seems to be, well, no, this is just disgusting. Um, Terence, I gather that, and I'll have to wrap up now, but I gather mm. that the consequence is that, uh, her earnings yes. have been, have been removed she, and, yeah. and, 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 uh, paid and she's been cancelled. And what I'm going to say, and as I say, I thought you have to, send you off with your coffee um, mm. if you go to the Daily Friend today you will see photographs of the aforementioned Rolls Royce and yeah. Mia Khalifa Terence, <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you thank you so this was this was a wonderful start to the day and I hope your your, your guests enjoyed it your audience enjoyed it